You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about how much growth can I expect on Pinterest. In this episode, we're diving into some Simple Pin Media client case studies. And no, I will not be giving you their name nor their Pinterest URL, but I'm going to give you their niche to give you an idea of growth patterns and rates when it comes to Pinterest marketing. If you're new to Pinterest marketing, this is common to ask this question before you invest in the platform, because maybe you've come from Facebook or Instagram and you're wondering, okay, if I invest in Pinterest, how long is this going to take and how quickly can I grow? I totally understand that. And we actually have a great episode about how Facebook marketing is different than Pinterest marketing. I would definitely recommend that you listen to that first. We will link to it in the show notes. And the show notes can always be found on the blog. You go over to simplepinmedia.com, click on podcast or click on blog and you will find it there. But an easy way to get there is just simplepinmedia.com slash 185. If you are a seasoned person on Pinterest, you might be asking about the different times of growth. Pinterest is 10 years old. If you've been on Pinterest that whole time since the invite days, which I have, there have been a lot of things that have changed over the years. So your growth rates will be a little bit different. Regardless of where you're at, we have the Simple Pin Pinterest Marketing Planner for you. It's totally free. It's over 20 pages of monthly trends, stat tracking, checklist tips, and more. We update this every year. So in 2020, it was completely overhauled. You can print it off. Some people actually print it off and take it to an office supply store and have it bound. It's somewhere around $10 to $15 to have that done. So if you go to simplepinmedia.com slash planner, you can get that planner for free. We'd love to have you sign up. All right. So diving into today's topic, how much growth can I expect on Pinterest? In one of the previous episodes, episode 179, I covered one of our most commonly asked questions in our discovery calls. A discovery call is what somebody sets up with us if they want to come on for Pinterest management. And we have a whole form that you fill out and we do a lot of extensive research into whether or not you're a good fit for management. And that's not just for us, but it's for you as well. We don't want to waste your time. So once we get on these discovery calls, and those are usually done with myself or two of my team members, we call it our concierge team, and we get the question, how much growth can I expect on Pinterest? And this has been a struggle for me over the years, pretty much since I started working really intentionally on growing Simple Pin. It felt like such a a hard question to answer because there were so many different factors. How often people created images? Well, there's actually a lot of factors I'm going to go through. So I'll stop now before I go into too many. But one of the things I realized over the years is that there's no one size fits all to that to in answer to that question. And primarily because growth and goals are different for each and every Pinterest account, what keywords they're targeting, how much competition they have in those keywords. It's just crazy. So here's what I want to talk about first before we give rates. And what I did do 
is I hired a data analyst, Lane. She's been on the podcast before. You've heard from her about how we've really struggled with that ROI question. And what she did was she took all of our numbers and she still does this actually every single month for us. We take all the numbers and we look at impressions, repins slash saves, and then clicks. And what we're looking for is what are the average growth rates? And in the beginning, we looked at everybody. And we were like, okay, here's all the Simple Plan clients. We're going to put them all together. What's our average growth rate? And we ended somewhere between 6 and 9%. Sometimes we're a little conservative in our calls. So if you've been on a call with us, we might say 1% to 3%. And what I mean by growth is we're specifically talking about sessions or traffic to your website because that's what we can monetize. That's what pays our bills, right? So we're not talking about impressions. We're not talking about repins. Even though we did add that into our data tracking, we wanted to see secondary factors like when impression goes goes up, do clicks go down? Or when saves go up, do clicks go up or down? We wanted to look at that. But our main question when it comes to growth or our main factor when it comes to growth is how many sessions will you grow month over month on Pinterest? So one to three percent is kind of where we sit with that. And that's that's not a big number, right? But when we're looking at conversions too, we're looking at right around one percent is really good. Again, it seems kind of low. However, what we noticed was that the factors started to change the patterns of growth. So in some instances, a food account would grow super fast in the high season of food, which is usually August to mid-February. And then travel would be different or products would look different. And so we couldn't really nail it down when one month, one account would grow by like 30% and the next month they would have a negative 15%. So how we're going to break this down is I want to talk to you first about the factors that need to be considered before you answer the growth question. And then what we're going to do is we're going to go into those clients, into those case studies, and I'm going to read to you three months, six months, one year, and like what those growth rates are like. So you can get an idea of what can happen over the year and the peaks and valleys that can happen. So as you listen, what I want you to basically take away from this is to really dig into your analytics, to look at what are my growth rates. And if, again, if you're new to Pinterest and you don't want to look into growth rates um, because you don't have any numbers, you're going to be asking, okay, how many sessions do I need to generate the conversions that I want? Or what are my goals on my website? What am I going towards? So there's kind of two different things I want you to be thinking about um, in that sense is how much do you want to grow on Pinterest if you're new and how much have you been growing? All right, here's 10 factors. Yep, there's 10 that we want to consider before answering the growth question. One, I kind of leaked it a little bit early, and that is how often do you create new content or new images? Is it, are you creating new pieces of content five days a week, once a month, four times a month? With that, are you creating multiple images or just one? The second question is how long have you been pinning on Pinterest? Have you been super consistent? Or are you really active on Pinterest? Or have you let your account lay dormant? Like you're literally haven't done anything in years. Number three, do you have share buttons on your site? So if people come from Google or Facebook or anywhere else, can they share your content to Pinterest? And can they share the optimized image, optimized Pinterest description when they come to your website? 
Number four, does your audience or your people who are buy your products, are they already using Pinterest? Are they actually over there? Number five, do you have an email list where you can let your audience know you're on Pinterest? You know, it's one thing to market on Pinterest, but it's another thing to actually go to the people that you're already having a conversation with and say, hey, did you know I'm on Pinterest? You should follow me over there or follow this particular board because I'm sharing all the great things that I'm creating. And I'm also sharing some stuff that's older. And I just think you should follow me. Number six, is your market pretty saturated? Or are you leading the pack in your niche or niche and you're getting on Pinterest early? If your market is saturated, so I would say a saturated market on Pinterest right now is how to build a blog. (laughs) There's a lot of content out there. So if you are somebody who is creating content about how to build a blog or how to grow a blog, it's a little more saturated than somebody who might be talking about a different niche. And there's not a whole lot of competition over there. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but what you want to do is you want to go to Pinterest and you want to search your niche and see what are other people talking about. If you get on Pinterest early, it might take a little bit of time for people to recognize what you're talking about. What keywords are you targeting for? That's kind of the same thing. And the person that you're targeting, if you're targeting a male in their 60s on Pinterest, you might have a little bit of a tough time growing. But if you're targeting a 40-year-old female, you might have a little bit more growth just because my dad's not on Pinterest, right? There are men that are on Pinterest. There actually are quite a few, but they might be in a different space like um, something with contractors or design or something different along those lines than if you're targeting something where they just not, they're not hanging out there. So look at the keywords that you're targeting for. Look at the person that you're targeting. And number eight, what your analytics tell you about your pinning habits? So if you've been actively pinning on Pinterest for a couple of years now, what do Google Analytics and what do Pinterest analytics tell you about who's interacting with your pins? If you go to a particular pin, you can see who pinned it. You can even see the boards that people are pinning it to. And that will tell you a lot about that person again. And maybe you've taken a break for a long time, or maybe you had a really old strategy that people used to use in 2014, and it's really just not working anymore. Your analytics will tell the story of whether or not it's working or it's not working. Number nine, how much of your content are you sharing versus other people's content are you pinning? And we don't recommend that people pin other people's content much anymore simply because Pinterest has told us, go ahead and pin 100% of your stuff. It's totally fine. Let your people do the repinning or the sharing for you. But what we see with that is people who have been on Pinterest for quite some time, marketers, they might be part of pin share groups on Facebook, or they might be part of tribes. And what they're sharing is, sure, they're a part of a tribe which asks you to pin those particular pins, But maybe they're not even pins that your audience is interested in. Maybe you're pinning it to a junk board and it doesn't benefit you and it doesn't benefit the person that you're sharing their pin. And what can happen is you end up sharing way more stuff of other people's because you're so intent on the sharing piece that you've kind of forgotten to share more of your content. There's no hard and fast ratio, but we do want to tend towards the side of pin your stuff. And if you have other people's stuff that you want to pin, make sure it's colleagues that you trust. You think they have great content and you want to share it anyway, just because you want to be awesome. Number 10, 
Have you changed up your image strategy at all? Have you A-B tested images? Have you even tried a new type of image? We have a guest that will be coming up soon that found out that her people liked images that did not have text. Every time she put text on images, she got no engagement. But when she was posting images that were just the actual image and she's in the home decor, real estate, interior design business, what she saw that people loved that way more and she got more questions. So that's another factor that can be considered when it comes to growth. So all these 10 factors, and again, I could probably go on and on, but I'm going to list these in the show notes for you so you can go through them. But all this to illustrate that that question is not really cut and dry. It's going to be totally different for all of those factors. And it's not as easy and say as saying like, well, you're going to get 10% month over month. It might be easy to say it's going to be 6% month over month on average. But again, like we've seen people completely blow this out of the water. So what I want to do to demonstrate the variability in this growth, we're going to walk through five examples. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the niche that they're in. And we're going to talk about session growth. Again, we're not talking about followers. We're not talking about the monthly viewer number, impressions, or repins. We're only talking about sessions. And we're going to talk about percentages. So how quickly did these people grow in the three months, six months, and one year? So first, we're going to tackle somebody who is in the food blogger space, the travel blogger space, somebody who has, um, you know, they talk about their, they're very location dependent. So they talk about their city, but they also travel outside of that. And they talk about things that have been happening, um, you know, on their travels. So in the first month, this person had not really had a strategy before. In fact, they were heavily dependent on Instagram. And they thought, well, I'm going to go to Pinterest, I'm going to try it. And I'm going to see if it works. In the first three months, this person grew by 143% in sessions. Again, they were pretty new to Pinterest. In six months, they grew by 475%. And in one full year of being with us, the average was 234%. They post new content once, maybe twice per week, but it just depends on how busy they are. They create great images within the two to three range. They're, they're doing fantastic. Um, they only had about 5,100 followers on Pinterest, but they had 66 thousand on Instagram. We pin about 15 times per day for this particular client, mostly their inside content. Um, just a couple of outside content just to fill up their boards. They have social buttons on their site. Um, they don't really talk with their audience too much about follow me prompts on Instagram or even on Facebook. And what we're seeing is that this person just really creates great content and that Pinterest picked it up super quick and really, really ran with it. So again, in one year, they grew by 234%. That was in the travel, food, um, local dependent industry. Kind of crazy. Totally crazy. And these are, by the way, I want to say too, these are not ones that we have cherry picked because they show great growth for us, but we've actually chosen them because of their niche. And we wanted to see what happened in specific niches. We have, I think we've run like 20 case studies so far. Um, so I pulled these because of where they were at. And we wanted to be really honest to you. I will tell you that it, it does our team no good to only pull the good numbers because we don't learn anything. 
I believe that when we have tough clients, when we have tough accounts, we learn the most. And one person on our team and a call out, Kimberly, man, she loves these tough accounts. She's like game on. When we hit, when we hit our wall here at Simple Pin, and what I mean by our wall with a client is maybe we have one account specialist. And for every account specialist, we have a team lead kind of looking over their shoulder to make sure that they're doing things right, to provide support, all of that. And we come to this place where we're like, man, why can we not get this client's traffic going? We go to Kimberly and Kimberly loves digging in with these tough accounts and really try to get it going. And we're always open to admitting after, um, maybe the new phrase, after we've kimberly the account, <laughs> that sometimes it's just not working. And it's okay to admit that it's just not working. So that was a little side note there that what I'm pulling for you is really not, it's just our honest numbers of where we're at. So sharing all those with you because I want you to see a true picture. All right. This other one is more in the like parenting, but it has education and home decor and DIY. There's a bunch of different things going on. It's like a holistic lifestyle, I guess I would say. They, in the first three months, grew by 35%, but by six months, actually, they were down 23%, so they were in the negative, and then by one year, they were at 38%, and so that allowed them to kind of bounce back, but as you can see, they went up to 35%, went down to 23%, and then up to 38%, so it was a growth overall in the year right around the 38% mark. They create one new piece of content per week and they have two to five images per content, per piece of content. They do have more followers on on Facebook than they do on Pinterest, but Pinterest is their second highest. For this account, we pin about 30 pins per day because we, they have quite a bit of content to pull from to where, you know, 30 pins doesn't seem super crazy. They do have share buttons on their site and they do tell their audience that they are on Pinterest, which is awesome. So with that account, it's just held up right about 30%. All right, this is a unique one and I've talked about this before and I I actually didn't know if this would work. Sometimes when clients come to me, they're like, you know, is this going to work or is this not going to work? What's it going to be like? Well, this one was a product, but it was a custom product. And custom products are one of those things where Pinterest users, when they want something, they want something. And you don't always know if they're going to be patient enough to wait for a custom product. So this account was brand new. We built it from scratch. We built the profile. And then we began pinning and we do create images for this particular account. In the first three months, they grew by 2,000. 171%. By six months, they were at 2,300%. And that a year, they were at 1,700% growth. That's crazy, you guys. I mean, that's just nutty growth for a very new account. But it's something that, you know, we've seen since with a couple new accounts. But this was a custom product. So this is very different than anything else. We pin about 10 times per day. Um, They have about 4,000 followers on Pinterest. And they do have a follow button on their site, but not a, a share button. And they really don't talk to their audience about being seen on Pinterest. Like, hey, follow me on Pinterest. They, they really don't do that. 
So really for this account, we did a lot of work, not only in building, but creating the images. And now we create about two images per piece of content or per product. So it's a custom made product seller right there. All right, we got two more here. All right, so this one is fashion lifestyle. And in the first three months, they actually grew by 1400%, which is crazy. And then by six months, it was 400%. And in a year that they worked with us, it was 710%. And again, that sessions. Um, they created content once every two weeks, sometimes once a week, kind of inconsistent. Heavy, heavy drive from Instagram. And when I mean drive, I'm not so much meaning clicks, but they had a lot of followers. That's where the majority of their follower base was with 58,000, only 5,000 followers on Pinterest. We pin about 10 times per day. And because she doesn't post a whole lot, we tend to do about seven of her pins and three of other people's just to fill up the boards, mostly home decor, DIY and crafts. And they don't have social share buttons on their site, just a follow me link up at the top. She's mentioned on Instagram a couple of times to follow, but that's pretty much it. And with the new image strategy that we've been doing, she continues to grow. Again, that's in the fashion DIY home decor space. All right, another product seller, because I know there's product sellers who are listening. We don't want to leave you out. Um, somebody who's been on our our podcast, Kirsten from Julep Tile. We've talked about her quite a bit. When she started working with us, she grew 15% in the first three months. But then by six months, she was down 7%. She was in the negative, which actually kind of made us pretty worried. I remember that time when we were like, man, is this not going to take off? Is this, are we really not going to grow? But by year... She was at 47% growth. And we just heard from Kristen just a couple weeks ago that she's actually doubled her sales just by investing in Pinterest. That is, I mean, that right there compared to all these percentage numbers, that's the win for her is doubling her sales. And she's only doing one to two posts per month. We do create images for her at least two to three per post or per product. Pinterest is her main social channel at about 6,000 followers. I think it's a little bit more now. Facebook is 400 and Instagram is just 3,100. We do about 10 pins per day. She does have social share buttons on her site. And she's got a great Pinterest images going on. And we have worked with her to really dial in what that look should be. And this account really benefited from... Again, taking advantage of our image creation services because that was not something that she could really add to her plate. It took time away. So all of those will be kind of highlighted and summed up on the site. But I know that in the beginning, I said right around 6% is our average. And I'm cautious with most numbers. I'm cautious with my own numbers. And even as I'm working through some of that this year, maybe we need to be a little bit more brave with what we're, we're seeing and what we're saying. But my biggest thing is I never want to disappoint anybody. I never want anybody to have super high expectations. And they go into Pinterest and they're like, Kate, this doesn't work for me. And sometimes I feel like it's a little more freeing when we don't give numbers and we don't see it. Because I know for me, when I've read updates on people's blogs, or I've read these things about how they've grown, the first thing I think of is why can't I grow like that? And so when I share these numbers, I get a little bit just, I guess, protective of people who are listening to say, 
these numbers are subjective to so many different factors to where these people are at. But I do believe if people invest in great images, if they invest in consistent pinning, if they figure out the keywords that are working for them, they can continue to grow in these high double digit, even triple quadruple digit percentages because they found where their people are at. And that is another important factor is you have to figure out, is this investment worth it to you? Um, Is Pinterest the place where you want to spend your time and money because you know your people are there. Can you sustain creating new images, new content, and connect with the people that are already hanging out on the platform? Pinterest is not a quick win, but the main metric that means the most to us here is clicks. And we want to get you the clicks because they lead to conversions, they lead to sales, and they lead to so much more. So when you're evaluating that question, how much growth can I get on Pinterest? I really want you to be considering these factors first. And ultimately, those factors are yours. They're not somebody else's. And I've said it before, don't chase someone else's success because your businesses are apples to oranges. And I've done it. I've chased somebody else's success in their business. And it's come back at me and it's like, why can't I do this? Why can't I grow? Why can't I get X number of followers? Or why can't I get X number of sales? But ultimately, that takes my eyes off my business and what my people are doing. And in all of these cases that I've just read to you, These people know who they're targeting. They know who they're talking to and they can create great content and then we can take it from there and we can put it in the places where we need it to be for people to to see it. So if you want to learn more about the factors, if you want to hear a little bit more about those case studies, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 185. And please comment on the blog post. I would love to hear your experiences. If you want to share your growth rates, if you want to share your numbers, please do. We love to hear from more of you and what your experiences are on Pinterest. Because when we hear those, we understand different types of niches and, and keyword targeting better. So please share that. We moderate the comments. We comment back. We love having this conversation over there. So go visit simplepinmedia.com slash 185. Thanks so much for listening. Oh, 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 oh